0: Hey
1: there, y'all. This is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom.
0: podcast my name is dave joining me tonight is jd hey what's up guys and matt from two broke geeks hello and possibly jenny we'll see where the night takes us hopefully before we get too far into this conversation jenny can join us as she's uh prepping for thanksgiving tomorrow as we record. hurry up jenny. she's also getting food so spoiler yeah, alert she, she's eating her dinner after a long day of work uh this is true Tonight we are going to talk about geek culture, uh, then versus now, uh, we have a a nice array of, of age groups here that we can discuss what it was like to be a geek when you were younger, what it's like to be a geek now, um, in different time frames and different technology, like social media and stuff like that. And, uh, all the things that somebody might have to go through the, the being a quote unquote geek in this world, uh. Whereas it might be popular now to be a geek, I still don't think it is. But I think the the media is popular, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, but anyway, we're gonna get into it. Um, it's a tough conversation to steer, so I'll, I'll just start. I grew up liking all things like sports, comic books, movies. Um, I played a lot of sports when I was younger because that was all there was to do in the neighborhood. But we also played Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Like, we would pretend to be these things and fight and do all kinds of crazy stuff in the neighborhood. And it was a good time. You know, we had the, like a little forest in the park and we'd take sticks and make them be pretend swords and do sword fights. And I would consider that pretty geeky when you're pretending to be Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. I don't know. Uh, totally. But it was acceptable because there was only a couple kids that were my age in that apartment complex. So, you know, that's what we did. We played that that kind of stuff. We collected action figures together. We traded action figures. Uh, I remember doing that quite often when somebody had an action figure I wanted. I would do my best to try to get it from them because I didn't have money. So we'd trade. Um, Just like trading baseball cards and football cards and stuff like that. Uh, So that was like my experience as a child. Uh, What about you, Matt?
1: Um kind of the same i've al always been into the geeky things. I was never like the sporty type guy I grew up you know with buckets of Ninja Turtle action figures and Star Wars action figures and Batman action figures and watching cartoons and um. Like, you know, I in fact, I own most of those cartoons now because I didn't stop being a kid. Like Batman the anime Series, Garfield and Friends, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, uh, Darkwing Duck, um, that kind of thing. Um, you know, playing Game Boy, Sega Game Gear, Sega Genesis, that kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Gaming. It was not cool to be a geek back then. I disagree <laughs> with you that it's not cool. To, I think it is cool to be a geek now. I think everybody tries to claim to be a geek now. I think there are a lot of uh geek hipsters who are like trying to be geeks because it's fashionable. That kind of deal.
0: Sure, sure. Uh yeah, I forgot all about gaming. Yes, I was a big gamer mm-hmm. back when I was a kid. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, all that Game Boy, all that stuff. Uh JD.
2: Yeah, so I the youngest out of everyone here, and oh, I yeah. grew up in a time where like I think it was like a changing culture where like technology was being more integrated into society and like people were using cell phones a lot more often. Like computers were more of the mainstream thing. So I like – as a kid, I remember being like, no, I can't be too geeky in front of people. Like this is weird. Like I can't really like video games. Like I liked Yu-Gi-Oh and like people would make fun of me for it.
1: But Mm -hmm. I think like
2: as I grew up, like it's become a lot more common to be geeky. And while I say like it isn't popular, like it's okay like we live in a society now where i think it's it's all right if you're geeky it's all right if you're like this sports jock and it's like okay if you're in between mm-hmm. like it isn't it's not popular but it isn't looked down upon anymore as much as it was sure because sure. like a lot of the stuff we have now like a lot of like our biggest like entertainment launches are comic book movies like video games like all this stuff that are like stereotypically geeky things so like even like mainstream population is kind of getting in on the geekiness without actually knowing it
0: Right, right. You look at like uh, a midnight game release at GameStop or a video game store, and you know typically it's a geekier game. But then you have like a Recollection. I went back and you know Battlefront. I went and got that at midnight. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was a geeky crowd. I wouldn't say that that was a mix of you know uh, culture there. That was a geeky crowd. And then you go to like a Madden release or a Call of Duty release, and then you have a good mix of people, Mm. jock type. Uh, not necessarily the hardcore gamers, but th- th- this is the only game they play every year or whatever it mm-hmm. is, you know? um, uh, uh, I, I grew well, up in a time where, yeah, you would h- feel like you should hide your geekiness. I never did, but you should. Like, I got picked on for it, of course, because mm-hmm. I was always carrying an X-Men comic with me wherever I went, or uh, I was wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, or I knew what the Kessel mm-hmm. Run was, you know? Like, I these are things that I would joke about and talk to my friends about. And that's what you get picked on for. And you know, whatever, that's what happens. I'm not going to go on a big rant of how I was bullied as a kid, whatever. Cause I think kids have to deal with way more today than I did. Um, but, uh, I was also a tech geek. Um, I like computers a lot and, but I wasn't, let's, let's do this, uh, to you. What does it mean to be a geek or a nerd when what's the difference uh jd for me i guess uh, i guess
2: nerd is more of like intelligence i guess like Mm -hmm. for me a nerd is like hey like they're really really smart like they're good at like school stuff and a geek is more of like the like video games like comic books
0: like a passion like there's yeah it's like it's
2: like like you can be a geek about like sports or you can be like a geek about like space like it isn't really like it's not really knowing something, but it's like really loving something so that you know, like, all about it. Well, right. there's just like, I like science, <sighs> <laughs> stuff like that. Like, that's to me the pocket like, protectors and, uh, the... yeah, like the
1: pocket protectors and everything.
0: Yeah. What about you, Matt? Anything different there?
1: Um, yes. Okay. Geek is what I consider us, where we're very just passionate about knowing things and passionate about, um, you know not necessarily always things that matter like you know mm. superheroes and stuff and a nerd is what i point at the magic card kids and call that no i'm just kidding <laughs> um no um i just basically use them interchangeably i don't put too much difference between them
0: okay that's fair yeah. i yeah. i just i i hear <laughs> people who aren't nerds and they want to be nerds talk about it or what they want to be like they want to be comic book fans, and they talk about it as, "Oh, hey, I'm a nerd," and you don't really know. They don't really know what they're saying. Like, they're, you're not. You're you're somebody who's glomming onto something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not really. It's cool that you're becoming a fan. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, there. It's awesome that more people are enjoying this stuff. But at the same time, there's a big culture of people. We'll talk about it later in the show that are doing it just to make money.
1: Well and there's also I just we were talking about differences and whatnot. It's like the last time I was at New York City Comic Con, it wasn't just like people in cosplay or in t shirts and stuff. It was like there were like, you know, dude bros there with like their collared shirts and their backward hats and their, you know, cargo shorts, bro, and they were just there checking out all the stuff. It's like, hey man, we're geeks too. So it's like I guess that's what I was saying when it's like, yeah. it's cool to be a geek now because, you know, when the dude bros are there with the backwards hat and their pap's blue ribbon collared shirts and <laughs> they're saying that they're the geeks, it's like, well, I guess everybody's a geek now. And yeah. that kind of upsets me from time to time because it's like, you were the guys that probably when I was younger would have laughed for comic books and stuff. And now you're all like, oh, yeah, Captain America, bro.
0: Right, right, and joining us now is Jenny, our Los Angeles correspondent.
3: I always walk into these conversations at the utmost awesomest times.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: I just heard "bro" like ten times. Oh, <laughs> Jenny. Awesome, Jenny. Yeah,
2: Jenny, let's go, bro. I'm not <laughs> the video Star And
1: Jenny.
3: You guys are my favorites.
0: <laughs> uh, we were just kind of going around. Uh, we'll we'll kind of go back to the question, like growing up what what was it like or were you a geek growing up and what was it like for you
3: um i think growing up i was more of a nerd than the geek can you define
0: can you define it jd did a pretty good description <laughs> or definition but what's your definition
3: uh nerd i consider more of like you know into the books and the science of stuff whereas a geek i consider as more of like the pop culture fan type stuff
0: like the fictional side
3: yeah yeah the fictional side yeah non-fiction versus fiction I guess nerds being the non-fiction geeks being the fictional
1: mm-hmm.
3: um so yeah I was way into knowing how things worked and such but um I got really geeky right in my teenage years and really started obsessing on like Corey Haim and Corey Feldman I was a big Corey fan um <laughs> I'd take either of them. The quarries were awesome in my youth, Um, but it—I don't know. It was weird because it wasn't popular, and I kind of overheard you guys talking about that. Where now it is popular,
1: Mm -hmm. so
3: it's cool. And you kind of you lose cred in a conversation these days if you can't one up somebody on your Star Wars knowledge or can talk about your Castle Grayskull you had and things like that. So, um. It didn't really torture me, though. I kind of just liked what I liked, and the funniest part about it is my bedroom growing up kind of looks like my house now, so I don't know if I technically Mm. grew up. I just keep getting stuff and stapling it to the walls, wherever it will fit. So, I don't know. Did that answer the question? Sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Um, Okay, so you've already started talking about it now and how it's kind of like... Uh, the cool thing. And I just don't... My problem is there's so much fake geek going around. Like, I'll start with... And we talked about it a little bit with our cosplay interview. It's the cosplay people that I find a lot of times are phony. Um, not Not the dedicated people that you can obviously tell that they put a lot of passion and time into their costumes. But it's the models that go there. They're like, well... I can make a uh, some money off of these horny teenagers because... Oh, that drives
1: me so crazy. Right,
0: because I'm dressed up like a slutty Harley oh, Quinn or, you know, the whatever.
1: quote-unquote pro See, cosplayers that have, like, a booth there and everything. Oh, that drives me crazy.
2: And <laughs> I guess that doesn't, like, to me that really doesn't matter because there's still a lot of people who are really passionate about it. Like, there's always going to be people who, like, think, like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to dress up as, like, a slutty like Harley Quinn or like slutty like Ellie from Last of Us and like try and make money. Mm-hmm. But like the core of us like still really care. And I feel like that really outweighs the number of people who are faking it.
3: I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the devil's advocate because I don't think that there's anything wrong with you know, mega fans or bandwagon jumpers, I guess you'd call it. But like, yeah, I, I I know what you guys mean. I've been to enough cons where I see the really smoking hot chick that's sporting a costume, and you're like, do you actually know what that is, or do you just think it looks cool? And right. it does kind of sting, and it does, you know, you start feeling that, you know, bit of just annoyance towards it. But I also, like, I, I have this whole revelation that I didn't think of. Um, we, have, we have a bar by our house where – All the bartenders are really smoking hot women, and they only wear lingerie. Hmm.
1: It's the
3: best bar on the planet. Um, But one of the girls that works there is just a sweetheart, and I I don't know her incredibly well, but we talk a lot. She goes to all these cons, and she dresses up like I I think for Comic Con, she did um, a steampunk cat. You know, and she does all these really weird stuff. So she was trying to figure out a good comic book character. And she didn't know a lot of the comic book characters, but she really wanted to dress up at it. And I was just like, oh no, just another person dressing up as as something they don't know about or they're not passionate about. But then the longer I talked to them, it wasn't so much the character that she was excited about. It was the whole act of putting the costume together, the whole art of in the cosplay and I kind of respect that I and just the you know if I would have saw her walking through the the con I would have been poser. but then hearing her backstory totally got knocked on my butt with oh well I'm kind of a prejudiced jerk because she was really into it and I don't know I I and even like like you were saying earlier the bro dozers you know it's it's Mm -hmm. I would rather them be focusing on that and focusing on learning about Captain America or learning the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars than, you know, some of the other things that might be put in front of them oh, in their I, their lives.
1: I don't have a problem in general with, um, you know quote-unquote general public liking these things. I mean, we wouldn't be getting all the Mm -hmm. uh, Marvel movies. Uh, There aren't enough geeks in the world to fund those movies. I mean, the Avengers didn't make $1.5 billion off of geeks. It made it off of everybody. So that's fine. I was just more talking about the people that kind of exploit the geek culture for – followers on instagram and stuff like that you know
3: i can i can see that and i and i'll i'll admit too like i said there i do get that little ping of like annoyance especially when i'm sitting in the waiting room at the comic-con ticket sales, and mm-hmm. then they go it is sold out and then you're like who's all going and not all of them i know i i selfishly think that well, they're not a biggest fan as I am, you know. They're you know, and, right, right. and you get that kind of like, oh, great, now they're ruining it for me, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. I do that all the time. I've just been mm-hmm. been trying. It's to, kind
1: of that. You know? It's kind of that feeling, like uh, when you liked a band, like Before back around their did, yeah. first or second album, and now you, and you went to like this. Actually, is a conversation I had with Justin not that long ago. There was a band we liked, and we liked them at their like second album and the first two times we saw them in concert, it wasn't like super full and it was in a smaller venue and then the last time we saw them it was like in this great big venue just full of people and we're like, where did all these fucking people go? oh sorry. Like, where did <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> It's like <laughs> where I forget that I'm not on my own shelf and it's like where did all these people come from these people were not here a couple of years ago where did they all come from get out you're not supposed to be here. oh
3: oh Matt, I have had I have had friends oh. get so mad at me and they're like you're a spoiled name dropper because I went on this complete rant in my early 20s where I was getting so mad because like when Modest Mouths Float On came on, I was just like, well, everybody's just bandwagon jumpers. They're all posers. I saw these guys in like a small coffee shop in Seattle in like 97. Oh, right.
2: You know, I'm like, Jenny alert. You, you, yeah, be, you became a Valley girl. <laughs>
1: right. totally,
3: it, that is to, it, when I look back at me saying all this stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. You know, but I did it because I was so frustrated because I wanted to be able to, I wanted them to come. To my neighborhood and play in a small club and me get all excited about it. But mm-hmm. instead, they're playing the big auditoriums and such. And right. you gotta you gotta keep your fingers crossed you can get tickets. And I'm just like, they're all posers. So it all comes down to I was being very
1: selfish and well, I right. And and that's what I was saying it. earlier. Like that's where I have to check myself these days, where it's like I have to remember mm-hmm. these movies don't get made because geeks watch them. These movies get made because everybody watches them and so i have to just go okay these other people are they might not read comics they might not have a thousand action figures in their basement but they're Mm. part of the reason that the movies are getting made so
0: it's that fact like it's the argument that jenny comes up with a lot and it's that it's just the saturation in the market of too many comic book movies and it's understandable
1: Mm. for sure i disagree but whatever (laughs) well, let me,
0: hang on, hang on. Let me finish my thought and then you guys can chime in. But Mm -hmm. uh, the fact is, like Matt was just saying, there's money to be made and that's why it's happening. And it's not just because us geeks are so passionate about it. We're seeing it 700 times, which in rare cases, that's probably the case. I don't, I think I saw Jurassic World four times in the theater. Um, But in the larger sense, people are going to see these movies because they're good. They're mm-hmm. they're they're not terrible. They're this isn't uh, X Men three. This isn't uh, Superman Returns. These are quality films that are being made. And I'm using the word film. This it's, mm-hmm. it's not just a, a throwaway Fast and Furious movie. This is a film that people are enjoying with real character beats and real stories that are that are like gripping. And you know we were just talking about it recently, like Captain America: The Winter Soldier. There's mm-hmm. a good story told there that doesn't mm-hmm. have anything to do with the superhero part of it. Um, but, okay, go ahead.
3: Uh, here, Okay, this is what I'm going to th- – and I totally agree with you. I, I do feel like it is oversaturated, and I think that's kind of like the geek culture in general these days because it is so oversaturated. If I see one more, I'm such a big Doctor Who fan, and they only started watching Doctor Who maybe six months ago, I'm going to put my head in a gas oven so I do, I do find myself having these kind of personality traits that I'm not incredibly proud of, but I also hold elitist. kind of, yeah, totally elitist, um, which isn't good. I mean, I got to strive to be better than that, but mm-hmm. there's also kind of a, um, I'm trying to think of a word that I want to use for it, but I, when I look at somebody who is appearing as a geek, I like that I have the knowledge to know the extent of their geekdom, if that makes any sense. Like, I can look at somebody that has 15 Funko Pop dolls and go, oh, that's so cool. I I like those too. You're a total geek. But then I look at somebody that has the old school McFarlane toys or they've got Mm. handmade sculptures and things. And I'm like, you're like the God of the geeks, you know? So you can kind of rate it of how much people are invested in it. You know, are they ones that only go see the, the Avengers type movies, or are they ones that are going to dive into like Jessica Jones and all the, the sub things just because they're so engrossed in the universe. So it's interesting there. I guess it's one of those that takes all types, you know,
1: Mm.
0: it's, it's kind of like, well, okay. The time I credo, I guess, or the, the, the thing that's on our, our website is, you know, it starts as an interest. Like You get interested in Captain America because the movie was so good. So you get interested in it and you start going on the internet and you're looking at Wikipedia reading about the comic book story of, of Steve Rogers. So now you're a fan. You're like, oh, I, re- I really liked it. Like I, I, I really want to get into it. And then you're going out and buying the comic books, maybe in the trade form, because it's harder to find individual comics and you can get a trade of this really old book. And it's easier to collect them that way. And now you're a geek. Now you're digging Mm -hmm. into the the, the source material. And you've become fully into this Captain America guy. And it's going to start to bleed into Iron Man. Mm -hmm. It's going to start to bleed into Black Panther. And then you're going to get into this bigger world. And then, wait a minute. Then there's Superman and Batman and X-Men. And now there's all these other things. And so what, what I think is fun about being a geek is... You learn. You start somewhere, and it usually is like, uh, like a like a virus. It just kind of spreads everywhere. Uh, being a geek is like having cancer, uh, in a good uh, way, I guess. Ugh. It's like, look like, <laughs> it, it starts as one thing. Maybe you you geek out about video games, and then it might bleed into superheroes. It might bleed into horror movies. It might bleed into sports. Uh, but then you just become so passionate about all these things that your life becomes consumed by it and then you get mm-hmm. bankrupt because you buy too many toys and i yep. i need I need, <laughs> I need money send me money
1: that's why oh, yeah. i'm like it's... that's why i'm like i don't i i disagree so much with the oversaturation thing it's like just give it to me give it all to me give it, <laughs> face neck and chest i want it all there's like uh, what ten <laughs> superhero movies coming out next year i want just give them to me. I want them all and I love that there's so many of them because this is what I dreamed about when I was a kid, a time when I could go and just watch all these movies and read all these books and see all these TV shows because there just wasn't enough of it and I just wanted more and more and more and now I'm living it and I think it's just fantastic.
3: Well, I think that's, that's a good staple too that uh, – Like I said, I need to improve on not being such an elitist because I do find that annoying in my own personality. But if everybody, like, had that drive for something they were passionate about, like that passionate about, like, I need to know everything there is to know about the Walking Dead comics. And then I'm going to watch every episode of the show, you know, or, you know, take the Doctor Who analogy or go back to 80s toys or Mm -hmm. Atari video games. Who, you know. Sega video game. who cares? Like, if you if you have that much passion towards something, there's nothing that could go wrong in it. You know, if you're, I mean, obviously, if you're not spending your whole paycheck and not wasting it on thousands of stuff. But I think it's good. I think people need to have that passion and something that takes them out of their daily, I've got to go to work or I've got to go to school and something that they, that's, makes them smile. I mean, the world would be awesome if everyone was a geek
0: would it okay let's talk about the geek culture side of social media let's jump there would (sighs) it be (laughs) would it be a good thing if everyone was a geek because it's not so fun getting into geek conversations on twitter let's focus on just twitter facebook is the past (laughs) i
2: just think i think people have cannot act like adults on social media because (sighs) <sighs> yeah it's not strictly it's, it's geeks. Crazy. right right it's, yeah just no just people in general can't cannot no, they can't hold normal conversations but when you're super passionate about something it makes it even worse yeah. which a lot of geeks are so it's, it's this thing of uh,
0: with the internet and we all know it it's been said a million times you're not a person you're a name and a picture so you're not dealing with the consequences of what you say immediately uh whereas the person you're saying them to is they feel it right away. And then there's this aspect also of I have an opinion, everyone needs to hear it and I need to be more important than you. So I'm going to say it as many times as I can and call you as many names as I can because I'm right and you're wrong.
3: I'm going to I'm going to jump in though cuz I I I understand what you guys are saying but I think there's two different stories here cuz I love getting in the heated debates with people. I mean, hello, I still think Superman would totally kill Batman. They're fun. You got to get involved in it. The problem is with social media is is People lose the respect. If you're face to face with somebody and you're talking to them, you're less likely to tell the people that they're you're a douchebag or something like that because they didn't agree with you. You would talk to them more, you know, reasonable. And the problem with social media is, is people just, they fly off the cuff and they say mean stuff. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't think we should put the way people behave on social media to the passion. And I get what JD was saying where, when you're passionate, you're more you're more amped in the conversation. But I like it. I like when people have completely two different you know sides of one argument and they just go at it because it's one when it's geek culture, it's hilarious. There's because there's no winner. <laughs> you know, it's just like we like the Batman Superman. We could go on for twenty years and never take a breath and never resolve that. But every time, I have a blast. So. As long as you're respectful, I don't, I think, I I don't, Um, I don't know. I don't,
1: I, that's the problem, though. Nobody is, uh, there are so many, it's like JD said, the, the grown men that are reduced to acting like, like debates are great. I love debates as long as they're intelligent and respectful. But I can think of, and I'm not going to say any of them, but I can think of one, two, three, four, five, probably six names off the top of my head. Without, I mean, just right now, without actually going and looking at Twitter, of people who are just so terrible to. Anybody who disagrees with them at any point over anything, you know, uh, Marvelites who are completely brand loyal to Marvel, DC people who are completely brand loyal to DC. And I know one guy is very notorious on Twitter for having told a guy, how about you go kill yourself and tell your wife I know where she can find a really good man. And it's just, oh man, people are just then, awful. Then
3: that, I mean, that, that's what sucks because that mm-hmm. tarnishes the really cool conversations. Like, I again, yeah, I, I I love the whole DC versus Marvel argument. Um, and there, there are some great ones out there. I mean, I, my whole life, I've always like sided more towards DC. And that's probably why I get so confused with who's on Marvel. <laughs> but, there are so many people that will throw things back at me, you know, because they're so in love with Marvel. And I'll walk away going, hey, they're right. That is really cool. And it's way better than the DC version, you know. It's it's cool. But like I said, it's, you got to, I think, this is my opinion. I think the moment you turn into a complete dipshit on, online, you're no longer a geek.
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, you're
3: mm-hmm. just a bitter bitter person that has nothing better to do with their life. If you're a true true geek, you love it so much that you're going to defend it, but you're going to also want to learn whatever else there is out there in the geek world. That's the thing. Whether you agree with it or not.
0: That's the thing. When you become a geek, you're looking at all aspects around this one thing. It's, it's the centerpiece of whatever you decided to get passionate about, but there's things that come out of it. And so you start to look at other things like, I can't understand why the divide has to be so brutal between DC versus Marvel when you can like both. I don't, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you enjoy both? Cause it's, there's a similarity to a lot of them. Like Ooh. I, I understand that that's why there's a dividing line because they are similar and oh, you stole this from this, or you stole that from that. But at the same time, I can enjoy a Batman movie and go watch this Captain America movie and be just living in like, Scrooge McDuck in his, his little coin tower. Like, swimming yeah. in money.
2: Like, and just... the thing is, like, people always want what they, like, want. Like, people always want what they like to be the best. And I think that that's the problem with it. Like, they want to be right. the mm-hmm. better. They want to be better than everyone else. So, I really like Batman. He is the best superhero. Like, there's no room for arguments sometimes. And it just... It gets out of hand really quickly.
1: You're right. Well, that's like the other day when I was I, – I actually tweeted this out. I'm like other fans have almost ruined being a fan for me and I was talking about Twitter and just being around all these conversations all the time. I'm like this is really unpleasant. Like all my life I dreamed about being able to talk to other geeks and this is what happened. I almost want to just go away and just be a geek in my own home and never talk to anybody about it but –
3: I don't know. I I feel out of this conversation just for the fact that I haven't had really too many bad situations. I mean, I've had people get really, really upset because I don't get why a show is so horrible and I shouldn't be watching it because I'm like, I like it. I did get in a raging argument one time when Spartacus first came out. And I'm like, I love this show. And somebody on Twitter followed me and goes, I have more respect to you than... I had, or I'm losing respect in you. And I'm like, why? It's awesome. And it's like, it's horrible acting. It's horrible writing. It's horrible. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's awesome. <laughs> you know? And like, they couldn't get it, but they got so mad because they thought like, cause every time I would laugh at it and I'm like, I know it's awesome. And they didn't get it. And they got mad because they thought I was making fun of them because, and I just didn't understand that I was wasting my time on garbage and it shouldn't be on TV. And I'm like, I, I I like it, and I never – that was, like, the only big one that I, like, completely got in the back and forth on it. But even when it was all said and done, I'm just mm-hmm. like I, – I still like it. I, I, I do, though. I like the debates, and I like – I just don't like it when people just become complete jerks.
2: See, and I've gotten, like – I guess, like, for me, like, I'm not the biggest fan of The Walking Dead. Well, I like it, but I don't think it's, like, great like everyone else like, or, like – amazing like everyone else thinks and i, I can get, do,
1: yeah i i, know I got that like <laughs> literally
2: attacked by people who are like no walking dead is the best like people will like verbally assault me when i'm like eh, it's okay They're like no it's the best thing ever on television i'm like well not really like it kind of sucks sometimes because it's really slow and kind of mm-hmm. boring and people will just
1: go off well i like well, don't argue it. With that
3: one too well, i'd be like what are you watching then jd but do I don't like
1: Walking Dead either. Like... I think it's terrible. But that's that's not what I was going to say. Look, <laughs> um, <Ugh. laughs> I, I was going to say that actually, Justin, who does the podcast with me, and we actually talked about this once on our on our show. He had somebody say that they were going to punch him in the face because he didn't like Doctor Who. He's like, oh, I just don't like Doctor Who, and there were and. They're like, What do you mean? And he's like, Well, I watched a whole season of it and it wasn't really my thing and they got so mad they told him they were gonna punch him and I'm just like, Okay, well, that's a pretty extreme reaction to somebody not liking something that you like.
0: Yep. It's it's it's
2: funny. Well because... then
3: I'm gonna get punched too because I, I haven't I can't get into that show. I now. don't
1: like it either. You guys no. are all
0: crazy, I'm gonna punch you all. Um <laughs> oh, there we go. Well
3: there's there's a question for you. When he says he's gonna punch your face, is it is it really aggressive or is it kind of like what Dave just did? Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, no,
1: this a, no no this guy was was super aggro about right. it. Right,
0: what gets lost in Twitter and texting is the tone, of course. And when me and Matt talk on Twitter, because Matt hates everything and I love everything,
2: apparently. Really hater Dave.
0: Loves Appear- everything. Well, apparently, I love everything that Matt hates. So when we talk on Twitter, it's always That's a true. joke. It's a it's you know. Like we're always make, you know, about Gotham or whatever it is. I know he doesn't the like worst
1: it. TV show ever, <laughs> right?
0: I know he doesn't like it. He knows I enjoy it. So we kind of have a fun back and forth, but on Twitter, sometimes other people, people follow both of us and they can see this conversation. And then it's like, how can you like Gotham? It's the stupidest thing ever. You're an idiot. If you like Gotham out you know, you've totally discredited yourself for liking Gotham. And it's like, okay, I can enjoy this. You don't have to. That's how it is. And we can have these conversations on this podcast, other podcasts. I've been on other podcasts just because they know I have a different opinion about what they're talking about because it's fun to debate. Me and Jenny can go back and forth all day long about how Batman would totally kill Superman, but <laughs> it, it, at the end of the day, we're still friends and we're still just having a fun conversation that can get heated. But just like what I'm talking about Packers versus bears with a bears fan, at the end of the day, that guy is still probably my friend, even though I really don't like him because he's a Bears fan.
1: But wait, what did you say, Dave? You slipped into Spanish there. <laughs> uh, that was football. Sorry. Oh, um, okay. but well,
3: it's, I it's, mean, I know what you mean, though, Dave, because like if somebody read the text that you and I send back and forth when it's the Seahawks versus the Packers, they would think that we were like venomous enemies. Like, but every time I get a text from you, that you're totally totally just ridiculing my Seahawks it's hilarious to me and I laugh and then I have to rebuttal and we just keep it going it's great but I see what you mean because on Twitter if you don't really know somebody or have like a personal like relationship where you, you you talk and you're used to their mannerisms and stuff and it's just a stranger doing it it's hard to tell if there's sarcasm in the voice or in the intent you know basically
0: right yeah yeah I mean that's it's it's tough but Uh okay so wheeling this back around to the geek culture of 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 today let's kind of talk about before because JD is the younger one here and he did mention that he would hide his kind of geek geekiness in the past correct I didn't take that out of context
2: yeah yeah I it's I wasn't like so forth going
0: sure I guess sure and that's understandable because I think each of us maybe not Jenny so much I don't know but would maybe not tend to hide it, but would know what would happen if I came out and during a study, I was reading the Watchmen. Like I knew what I was Mm. ready. I was getting myself ready for like, Oh, what are you doing? You're, you're a nerd. What are you like? You know, that kind of thing. Um, do you think kids today, younger kids, not, you know, older than or younger than JD, of course, Are dealing with that or that everything is acceptable. Like they can go to school with a Captain America shirt on because Captain America is awesome now, or the Flash, or Arrow. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: I think it's different
2: though. Like some things yes, but some things still no. Like I think like a Doctor Who T like shirt, like everyone's like, dude, what the hell's Doctor Who? And like, see I
0: let me let me stop you. You're wrong. Because Danny, my brother, when he lived with me, we'd go somewhere. And he'd wear a Doctor Who shirt, and we'd be at like a mall, and somebody out of nowhere would walk out of like a like a popular store and be like, "Oh, that's a nice Doctor Who shirt," and then just walk out. It happened like I'm shocked how often it would happen.
3: I am gonna tap in on this. So I think it depends on what it is, because I think mm-hmm. let's say you're a 12 year old girl, right? And you wait, are in wait, love me with me Justin there. Bieber. Let me get there. All
0: all right. girl.
3: Picture picture you're a 12 year old girl. Got you're it. Just getting over the My Little Pony stage. Oh, do I and have to? Y- you fall head over heels with Justin Bieber.
0: He okay. is the well, most amazing
3: thing ever put on the earth, and he is spectacular.
0: I don't need to be a 12-year-old girl for that, but go ahead.
3: Right, right? Okay, so in her circle of friends, it might be cool because he is pretty hot. He is adorable. He's going to be their boyfriend. But then the 14-year-old girl comes up to you, and she, they're like, ew, That's disgusting. And then those, you know, two or three girls are no longer cool because the older girl is already way past their Justin Bieber phase Mm -hmm. and it's no longer cool. So I think in those situations... Sometimes, especially kids, they'll hide it. Yeah, and I, and I did it when I was a kid. There were certain – I didn't want – when I was when I was 10, I didn't want to know – I didn't want anybody to know that I was still into Strawberry Shortcake because I was too old for Strawberry Shortcake. So <laughs> I would never let anybody know. And then if friends came over, I wouldn't have my dolls on my bed. I would, like, put them in the closet real fast. So, yeah, I think there's always going to be closet geeks, but – I think it depends on what it is, when it is, and who's in the company.
1: You're right. Does that that, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Nobody is ever old for strawberry shortcake. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, we can kind of talk about something that's in the news today regarding popular people versus geeks. Uh, Catherine Timpf uh, is a Fox News contributor, quote-unquote (laughs) – and oh, she's she's on the show. Just, hang no, on, hang on, hang on. I, I know what you're. Doing. <laughs> okay, you said Fox I know. New, You said Fox News. Okay, yes, yes. Fox <laughs> News assault. Okay, let's let's relax. <laughs> There's a show called The Red Eye or Red Eye. I've never watched it, but I did watch the clip that this is from, and it's a satirical show. It's a more of a, a comedy thing than anything, but it, it which which is hard to take this context because she's legitimately talking about Star Wars and how she 's never watched it she'll never watch it and she's bashing nerds that like star wars saying i i spend like to spend my time on important things and good things and being attractive than it being interested in space and stuff like that um I'm sort of taking her quote misquoting it. Cause I don't know it by off the top of my head, but she did say something about spending my time being attractive, which if you have to say you're spending time being attractive, you're not attractive. Just let me put that out there. But at the same time, she made these comments about star Wars, how she's not a fan and how she, she doesn't understand why it's getting so much attention and why so many people watched that trailer a couple of weeks ago.
1: Somebody else said that recently too. Who yeah. Who the heck was it?
0: Um, but she then, then, then geek culture, us geeks, Respond with not being clever, not being funny, but attacking her on Twitter and giving her death threats, like how are you helping the situation like granted, she made a stupid statement that was completely unfounded and just not smart, and even whether she was being funny or not, who cares we're not I'm not that sensitive to be upset that she called Star Wars fans losers or whatever I don't care. If she doesn't like Star Wars, I don't care. She's not attractive to me, anyways, to begin with, so I don't care what she has to say. Plus, she's on Fox News and her opinion is mute to begin with. Um but
3: I I think it's going back to what we were just talking about, though. I think it, it may be out of context because I had just had this exact same thing happen at work. My boss has never seen Star Wars. Never seen it. My jaw hit the ground, and one of her one of our big clients, super Star Wars fan, and he found out that she'd never seen Star Wars, and he sent her a text and just goes, oh, I brought her my DVDs, and I'm like, holiday weekend, you're watching all three of these movies, and we're going to reconvene on Monday. And she's like, oh, okay. But he sent her a text, and he's like, if you don't watch these this weekend, you're getting no more work from us, you know? Wow. And it, huh. it, it it was hilarious. Like, I was laughing, I'm like, you're right. He shouldn't give you any more work if you don't watch Star Wars. And, and it was hilarious, but... Out of context again, yeah, that would look very aggressive. And so you never know. The but problem
0: uh, is, the problem you have, have to be
3: safer. You have to be more intelligent when you're right putting yourself out there. My
0: problem is that we have we have a good opportunity as quote-unquote geeks, that this woman is calling you out, whether it's as a joke or not, satirical or being funny or not. She's calling out Star Wars fans as losers, essentially, you know, people that live in their parents' basements and that stereotype or whatever, and, it, and that is funny. It has its place. It's a joke. I get it. Um, but at the same time, you have a, a, a an opportunity to be clever on her Twitter and come back with something funny and witty. Instead, you attack her and give her death threats. How is that helping the geek cause? You know what I mean? I mean, is that getting across at all? No. <laughs> yeah, I just
1: <laughs> – I don't – I mean, it, obviously it isn't, but nobody the, – the problem is I don't think a lot of people have the capacity to be witty or – you know, go after her in a manner that is clever. I think that's a capacity that a lot of people just lack, not because of intelligence or anything. It's just because wit is, is difficult for anybody. And so I think lacking that a lot of people just revert to being aggro, unfortunately, instead of saying nothing, which they should do a, and, you know, or letting it roll off their back, which they should do even more, they just revert to being aggro.
3: I think we as geeks like across the board need to take opportunities like that to be more educators than ones that attack. Like you should explain to them. Well, this is why a lot of people really have loved these over the years. You should rock, you should watch it, and you should you should watch it with that in mind, and see what you like. You know, and then maybe after she watches it, maybe she'll get it. You know, it, but just going straight on and go, oh my gosh, you're an idiot. You haven't seen it. It's it's yeah, it's insulting.
0: But the same can be said the other way. Oh my gosh, you're an idiot because you've watched it and you have never seen it. You know. That'd be like, I don't know if JD's ever said this or not. JD's never seen Star Wars, but it'd be like him calling us all stupid because we love Star Wars and he'll never watch it, you no. know. I mean, he would never say that. Um, God, JD, you're it, so, so
1: stupid for never right. Star Wars, he's
0: just not into it. Like, okay, say this kind of ties into two things one, my geek shame, my geek shame is WWE wrestling. I have been a WWE fan since. I was a kid, but then I stopped being a fan of it for a while. And then in high school, I got into it again. Um, but I, I, I enjoy WWE and I feel ashamed sometimes to admit that to even you guys, like, cause I, I feel like you guys think it's ridiculous and stupid, but
3: wait, I wait though. Wait, Dave, it is ridiculous and stupid, but it's also, it's fun. part of the,
0: it's part of the fun. It's a male soap opera. Let's be honest. Uh,
1: oh yeah. It's punchy so. ballet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I love,
1: love that. <laughs> that. <laughs> I wish, I wish that was my term. Oh I stole man. it. That's good. I like that.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, these guys are, are actors that are athletes. That's all it is. Um, and it, and it's really bad right now. And I'm almost done watching it at this point, but at the same time, it is something to be kind of geeky and ashamed of because people do look at it like, hey, you like this, this is dumb. Um, but not many people that I know like it, but me and Tom can have a three hour text exchange talking about one match that took place for like seven minutes. And that's the fun of being a geek is when you can find somebody that shares it with you and you can talk about it. And then there's the fun of it that we just got done talking about that disagrees with you and you can talk about it. Uh, And that's the same with just, you know, not even being a geek, it's just life like Mm -hmm. politics. We can all talk about politics and it's going to start a, what they call, or used to call a flame war, where we just attack each other. Mm. I don't think you can just have a normal conversation or a normal date, debate with people about politics anymore. You're either one thing or you're other, and I hate you because of it. And that's that's just sad, the way it is with politics. And it's kind of the way it is on Twitter for geeks. And again, Jenny, I know you say you don't see that as much, but
3: well, I know Matt it's there. and, Matt yeah, and yeah, I see it a lot.
0: Yeah. And I think it's because of the nature of our our Twitter accounts mm-hmm. is why we see it because we're we're not blurring the line. Uh, Matt Matt is more we're one way or the other. I kind of because I stay neutral for the most part with our account, um, but you guys don't don't need to do that. You can be more opinionated mm-hmm. um, because of, it's just you two.
1: Uh, well, for the most part, my deal in what I <laughs> try to say is like, guys, just. Let it roll off your back. Just like stuff or say you don't like stuff. And the way I always put it is I don't like this. I think it's garbage. But if you like it, okay, I'm not going to like fault you for liking something mm-hmm. that I think is complete rubbish.
3: Right. But right. I, I, Again, though, I like I said before, it's all in how you say it and how you educate. Like I've said things before too that like, I can't believe anybody is watching that. I will never get those two hours back in my life. And mm-hmm. I'll get people reply to me and like go, what are you talking about? That movie was great. I have this argument with my brother probably on a daily basis. Like, I think my brother's intelligent, but some of the stuff that he comes back with, and he's like, oh my gosh, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? You just got to, you have to approach it and you have to listen to it why they didn't like it or why they liked it and it puts a whole new perspective in it. it's one of them that i hated that movie because the cgi was so over the top and the storyline was so lacking and then the other person can rebuttal and go yeah you know the the cgi was a bit bit much but i actually enjoyed the storyline because it took on the characteristics of this and they go and those are good conversations it's when you start going well you're an idiot Where it's, you, like I said, I think there should be a rule that the moment your conversation switches to that, you automatically lose your geek cred and you're not allowed to talk about anything among that subject. Mic drop.
2: Dang, there it is.
3: (laughs) I don't know. I just, I, I don't like to deal with really grumpy people and, but I do like to argue. So I'm an odd one. So, okay, here's a question for you on a more positive note. Um, have we all done creds? I know we ask everybody that's on the thing, but I honestly don't. I and I'm. It's been a while since it, we've so like, updated
0: it. We've done yeah. it. Yeah, I've done it when I first introduced you. We've done it. Um, mm. I've done it let's, for everybody, but we can. Yeah, we can go let's around. Let's do a
3: round table. I want to <laughs> hear your guys' geek creds. All right. I want you guys to do a resume for me right now and tell me all the loves of your lives.
0: Well, let's start with our, our more natural guest, because he is outside of the podcast, even though he's, he's joined us quite a bit, and he is part of the Atomic Geekdom family but matt go ahead what's your geek cred
1: oh my goodness where do i even begin i (laughs) i read comic books i collect toys i watch cartoons yeah what's your give Uh, everybody
0: everybody, if you want to your instagram because you often have found a new hobby of taking photos of your toys
1: oh yeah if anybody wants to follow me on instagram it's ace of knaves 88 And um, I haven't taken any toy pics lately just because when we moved into the house, I boxed up all my toys and I haven't taken them out yet. Um, But I've – yeah, I like taking pictures of my toys. Um, I do neat things with them. It's kind of my new artsy, fartsy type thing that I do. And uh, you can follow me there if you like.
0: All right. Okay. continue. Toys, comic books, what else?
1: Oh, toys, comic books. Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. Be more specific though, like – when you're looking for toys, what type mm-hmm. of toys do you go for?
1: Oh my gosh, I own all kinds of toys. I um, I own a lot of superhero toys. You know, a lot of Batman toys. I have Godzilla toys. I have horror movie toys. I have.
3: Do you have Do you have like the, the thirty six inch Godzilla?
1: If you do, I'm gonna no, cry. It's not very good, to be honest. Um, I also I look for. I also jaw? look for. I also look for quality in toys, and to be honest, that 36-inch Godzilla is not—I mean, it's cool, but it's also not, like, the best quality toy in the world. I
3: only go for cool, buddy. I only oh, go see, for cool. Oh, see, I go for
1: cool and quality. Like, I I have companies like NECA and Mezco and um, a lot of the DC Direct collectibles. Of yeah, there you go. Marvel Legends, um, Diamond Select uh Marvel Select uh uh so yeah so i own I'm, all of I,
0: these things you can a lot of these things you can find at entertainmentearth.com click on the banner on the top dot com. okay go
1: this is true so so like when i look for toys i look for cool and quality i mean like there's a set of clark's action figures out right now that i want so bad but they're $25 a piece and there's four of them and i don't have a 100 bucks to spend Ooh. on clark's toys and i want them though so bad but um <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's a uh, it's Dante Randall Jay, and Silent Bob and uh, the black and white ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel <laughs> your pain. I, I mean I have I have a list of toys I want that's a mile long. I'm I've been in toy buying mode lately, despite the fact that I can't afford it. It's really not good.
0: You should do an Amazon wish list, and that's your Christmas <clears throat> your Christmas list right there.
1: Yeah, I probably will. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, anything else you want to add to your geek cred?
1: Um, I um like science. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. All right. All In right. facts, I'm watching a really cool show. I've become really obsessed with a show lately called Adam Ruins Everything. That's pretty fantastic. So that's kind of like a, a facts show and science and stuff like that. So,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: All right. JD.
2: All right, so you know that or everyone knows that I'm pretty big into video games. It's been a while since I like really got into a video game, but like anything dystopian, pretty much anything that deals with the disaster or the destruction of mankind, I'm all about whether it be like books, movies, <laughs> comics, video JD, games.
3: Wi-Fi high five.
0: Like post-apocalyptic uh, yeah. stuff you're talking? Yeah, about? yeah post
2: yeah. anything post-apocalyptic, I'm such a fan of it doesn't matter if it's completely awful. I'll still probably love it. <laughs> okay. But I'm also like super geeky into rock music. Like I love a lot of like alternative rock bands.
0: Okay. Uh, let's let's like, define. Let's define. You know, we had Matt define his toys. I want you to define what's alternative rock to you. I
2: You you can't define alternative rock. It can't you be can't. defined. You're right. You can't. Oh, so well, then it's
3: in your top three. Your top three favorite I mean, bands
2: i I can't pick top three but i can tell you three bands i'm listening to a lot right now that's,
0: that's perfect
2: uh the wombats which a lot of people probably have not heard of uh small pools which more people probably have not heard of
0: <laughs>
2: and then hmm. i guess i'll just say imagine dragons because that's about the only band anyone's heard of i listened to so okay
1: okay i didn't know we were counting music i would have counted that too that's oh, fine. yeah, I I used to yeah. play
2: two instruments as a kid, Sweet. but unfortunately I have gotten off the deep end or not gotten off the deep end. I haven't played it in a while.
1: Yeah, I haven't played <laughs> yeah. my guitars in so long either. So I feel your pain on that one. Yeah, oh, I still have time, unfortunately. I can't I carry just,
3: a tune if yeah. I had a bucket, but I love music. So I was good <laughs> okay
1: because, yeah, if we're counting music, then I guess I'm also a heavy metal geek, too. So, okay. Sweet.
3: hey, Sweet. by the way. Matt gave me some suggestions for some music and I've gotten two of them down and they're pretty darn good.
1: Oh, some of them panned out for you. Awesome. Some of
3: them panned out. Glad to know. Thank you. You're
1: All welcome. right. All right. JD, was there
0: anything else you wanted to add? Uh, I don't think so. That pretty much okay. covers it. All right. You're kind of a comic book guy too. I mean, you, you get your, I'm,
2: i yeah, I'm not that big into comics. It's yeah. definitely one of like my geeky things that I'm like not into.
3: JD, oh, like though, s- you yes? have to put in horror movies because you are my, oh, yes. my fellow geek-loving horror movie. A horror
2: mo- I will watch anything mm. that's horror. Literally, I've pretty much been through every single horror movie on Netflix.
1: Horror and when I say every is.
2: single horror movie, I mean almost every single one of them. <laughs> They're terrible for the most part, but <laughs> I love what
3: them I love
0: so much. I buddy. I there love it. There you go. I, All right. Yeah. All right, Jenny, you're up.
3: Oh, I got to go. I wanted to hear yours. Okay. Let's uh,
0: do yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's comic books. Of course I have four like medium sized long boxes that I've filled up recently and trying to reestablish my collection. Cause I've had to sell, sell off my old collection, uh, many years back. So I'm trying to, you know, start over, um, I'm very geeky. Uh, well, I used to be about video games. I still kind of keep up with it, but I'm not that hardcore into it as I used to be when I was younger. Um, uh, music would be another one that I've kind of gone away from, but it's still in the back. You know, I play guitar. I could play a very little bit amount of piano and I can very poorly sing. Um, and I like music, um, toys, statues, that kind of thing. Um, Jenny and I have talked about our insane
1: obsession with Funko Pops. Dude, I still need
3: Nosferatu. That's my <laughs> really? next one. I uh, have to get that one.
1: I, I don't like those. See, when we're talking about figures, like those are some of the only ones I don't go for.
0: Uh, I like the Funko I, Pops. Everything else Funko makes, I don't really like. Um, same
3: here. Same here. I only like the Pops.
0: Yeah, everything else is really ugly to me. And I don't like that the, all of the Marvel Funko Pops are bobbleheads. I hate that. And the Star Wars ones have a little Star Wars mantle underneath them.
3: I don't like the mantles on the Star Wars either.
0: That's annoying. Anyway. The
1: only ones I've found of those that I really like are, I like the Oscar the Grouch one. And I liked the, oh, Ernie, uh, they're Sesame Street ones I like.
0: Yeah, the like, Futurama ones I don't like the way they look. Like, they yeah. made them look really weird. Like, I don't know why they couldn't make them like the other ones, but.
3: I think, I think my favorite is my Grandpa Munster one. Oh. I love my Grandpa Munster. <laughs> Um, Anyways, okay, keep going. You, you got to name some of your your pop dolls though, because you've got a good collection.
0: Uh, well, let me turn my head here. I have John, Snow- I have John Snow, Batman, Harley Quinn, uh, Jokerized Batman that I got from a loot crate, um, Iron Man, uh, Agent Coulson, Wash, and Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. And then I have the CW shows: Flash, Captain Cold, Arrow, and the Good Black Canary, Sarah Lance. Mm. Um. Uh, my favorite is the Star Wars San Diego Comic-Con limited edition Uh, Luke Hoth, Luke and Wampa with his arm cut off with the arm right next to him. It's awesome. There's a little blood on there's blood on both sides. It's great. And then I have all of the supernatural ones. So I have Dean, oh. Sam, Castiel. I have normal human Castiel with a weird vest or sweater on. Mm-hmm. And then I have FBI agent. Sam and Dean
1: in suits oh, man just sitting here talking about toys makes me like <laughs> I feel like I'm like an addict like I'm getting yeah. like an itch mm-hmm. where I'm like I just want to buy toys now <laughs> and,
0: then <I> have, <laughs> and then my WWE one is CM Punk which I'm glad I got because he quit shortly after and that's hard to find one um, but I also have like all of, I like the new DC toys that they put out for the new 52 that oh one. yes, I like that whole line and I have almost all of them
1: I have literally – oh, and there's another – NECA – I've been to my local Toys R Us so many times (laughs) recently because NECA put out um, three new figures, an Adam West Batman, a Heath Ledger Joker, and a Christopher Reeve Superman. And the only one my local Toys R Us seems to not be getting is that Christopher Reeve. I'm calling them. I'm going there all the time. (laughs) I'm like, I want that Christopher Reeve figure. I I
0: thought for sure my toy hunting would have ended when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it did not when they released the black series of star Wars toys for the, for the Force Friday, I was calling places trying to find uh, <laughs> the Kylo Ren one. Cause that was the only one I couldn't find. Then, mm-hmm. and then I got it. Uh, thank you, Matt. Yep. Uh, so I have all of the, the new black series, uh, star Wars figures. And then I have a Darth Vader and a Han Solo. Cause you need those. If you're a star yeah. Wars fan. And then I have a Jon snow statue. It's it's Jon Snow. I also it won't become a geeky thing for me because I won't ever buy another one, but I have Jon Snow's sword hanging on a wall. Ooh Dave.
3: You you crossed the line.
0: I did not, because I don't want any other swords other than a lightsaber.
1: You know nothing. I don't want John any other Snow. swords.
3: Except A lightsaber. <laughs>
0: Lightsabers count. <laughs> they don't count. Alright. Um I, I have guess. I have four like really nice high quality statues of uh, Buffy. Batgirl, Wonder Woman, and Casey Hack from the Hack and Slash comic books because they just look amazing. Um, but that statues aren't really, they're too pricey for me, so I don't really oh. get too into those. Um, what else geeky? Sci-fi, horror movies, um, wrestling, sports, uh, mostly like football and baseball and hockey. Uh, I hate basketball, to be quite honest.
2: Yeah, not a big fan.
3: Uh, and that's, I guess, that's my favorite.
2: <laughs>
0: what?
3: <laughs> basketball.
0: Oh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't like
3: college basketball though. I'm not in college
0: basketball it. is better. Uh, that's tolerable. Um, yeah, I've, March
3: I've, Madness in my household goes crazy.
0: And since I started going to conventions for oh. Atomic Kingdom, I've gotten into collecting prints. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. All right, Jenny, wrap us up, and then we're gonna get out of here.
3: All righty. Um. Well. My biggest one is I love art. Like but I mm-hmm. like art that not like the Van Goghs and the Monets. I like people's sketches and their, you know, doodles and such. And the best art is if you take something that I really like, like if you painted a picture of Tesla, oh my gosh, my head would fall off. And then I like, you know, cartoons of horror movie monsters and anything drawn, painted, sculpted All that I go giddy on, so obviously you guys have probably seen me totally flood the stream of every time I go to a gallery. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I need this, and oh my gosh, I need that, and that's why my house looks like a Boca de Pepos right now. But um, that's probably my number one. Wait, a Um, Boca
0: de Pepo? Isn't that like an Italian restaurant?
3: Yeah, but have you ever been in one?
0: Yes, I love their food.
3: They've got they've bolted like picture frames to the ceiling.
0: You're right. No, no. I was just
3: making sure we're on the same page. That's my house. Yep. Okay. You go. That's my house. Um, So that would be my number one. Um, I would be what would be known as an Uber Sookie Stackhouse fan. Um, They're ridiculous Mm. books. Absolutely ridiculous books. And the True Blood series, I heard the best quote ever the other day. Stephen Mm. Moyer on, I think, The Nerdist said something like, True Blood didn't jump the shark, it jumped the ocean. Total high five to that comment. um, Is he
0: talking about the show or the book or both?
3: The show. The show is... True Blood is the show. The Sookie Stackhouse Southern Vampire... Okay. ...are the books.
0: Right. Like Game of Thrones is the show and it's it's, uh, Mm. the... Whatever. I can't remember the name of the book series. But go ahead.
3: Yeah. So... I, I have read the entire series of books at least eight times. I could probably quote things out of the Dang. books. I can tell you what happens in each book. I can tell you the obscure, you know, three characters back that they're only mentioned on two pages. I got really, really, mm. really, really into those books. Thank you so much, Charlene Harris, because they were ridiculous and super fun. And I feel so bad that True Blood, the TV show, just did not do it justice. So, uber, uber geek on that. Um, I love comic books. I like the more apocalyptic comic books. I never miss A Walking Dead. Um, My favorite is Thief of Thieves. So, if anybody ever wants to sit down and have a long conversation about Redman, I would totally do that because he's amazing. Um, And then... Horror movies and and music, like both of them. But there's too many that I can go into on those factors that we'd be here forever. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell.
0: All right, Look, it's I'll me in a see.
3: nutshell. <laughs> All
0: right, uh so we kind of really got on off on a tangent in the last ten minutes, but that's okay. We're gonna do another mm-hmm. geek culture episode eventually because there's lots you can talk about with the geek culture, and we barely scratched the surface. Uh, oh, yeah. So we'll jump into it again in another time, and uh, we'll get other points of views. Uh, I would really like to have a couple girls on the show with a couple guys because that's also a very different aspect of the geek culture as being a female. True um, story. Uh, they get a lot of undue male attention when a girl walks into a comic book store. It's it's a little absurd at times, and it's the same thing at you know cosplay uh, for male and female. Treatment there and and at conventions and stuff like that, so we'll definitely do more of this uh j d do you know a good place where I can find maybe books that are read to me?
2: I guess I mean if you have ears and you have that sort of thing, I do have ears so, oh, good, good to hear all right <laughs> what? well now that you have ears, oh <laughs> go ahead Dave lost his ears again. <laughs> sorry guys. Oh no. oh no, but if you guys want to go to audibletrial dot com slash that's right atomic uh, just, oh god that's right audibletrialcom com slash atomic geekdom you can go and get a free 30-day trial plus a free audio download book for one book of your choosing like anything there's a lot uh, Got, do you have one
0: suggestion for him
2: um right now i'm reading the fifth wave okay it's pretty Ooh, good JD! Okay, <laughs> there it is.
3: conversation after after you finish it I mean yeah
2: conversations... I mean I'm on page like 10 so I'm not very far so <laughs> holy we god up, like,
3: yeah, got but yeah i
2: but yeah you can do that because Jenny really likes it and I'm really liking <laughs> the first five pages I've got I've and read, the trailer so. looked good yeah I mean there's a new movie coming out it's supposed to be pretty awesome it's got Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz in it so She's there good. it is she there is good. Go. She's really good. So
0: what was that website? One more time to get this free uh, trial for the
2: last time. Audibletrial.com com slash atomic geekdom. If you continue on with your trial, it helps us bring you awesome content like tonight's episode and then like other really cool stuff. And a particular, I'm not going to say
0: a particular YouTube project that we might be working on. So
1: this reminds Ooh, right. me, I've got to record the Christmas audible commercial for my show.
0: <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes, your your commercials are the best, JD, and then Matt's are a close second with his vulgar commercials. Um, This is
1: true. (laughs) My shows are not atomic. My commercials are not atomic geekdom appropriate. No,
0: no, but they are. I guess atomic geekdom approved. (laughs) Yes. um, If you can't support us through Audible, you can support us by buying a T-shirt on the website. We are. Full of t-shirts. So go buy a t-shirt. Atomickeekin.com. You can head to Atomickeekin.com and find out some awesome stories. There's a story on there, uh, or I don't know what when this podcast is coming out exactly, but there was a story on there from Matt about Superman and all things uh, about why he still matters and why you should give him a chance. And uh, so you can check that out. It's called In Defense of Superman, Why the World's First Superhero Still Matters so yep. go find that there is a review of jessica jones season one on the website and then there is a column about spoilers and scoops and whether they're good or bad for the world uh, so you can check that out as well along with many 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 other things that we put on the website atomicgeekdom.com and you can find all our podcasts scroll all the way to the bottom to the middle of the page and then all our podcasts are there with the latest episodes i just updated it so that The Two Broke Geeks' latest episode is on there. One more time, say the title so everyone can laugh of your latest episode.
1: Oh, the latest episode is called Chapter 35, In Which Justin's an Accidental Peeper. Awesome. Love it.
0: Uh, We are on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. You can tell us what we should be listening to, what we should be listening to, what we should be watching, what we should be reading, all that kind of good stuff. You can find JD on Twitter at... JfreakingD. Jenny is at...
3: RobbieArt.
0: And two broke geeks is at
1: two bgpod pod,
0: and you can subscribe to their podcast on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Stitcher, uh, Google Plus, MySpace, Friendster, Napster. Uh, Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> we are not on Friendster, MySpace, or Napster. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's everything. I think. I don't think I have anything else. Sweet. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, email address is info at AtomicGeekdom.com if you have anything you want to send us uh, as far as comments, suggestions, what you think we should do differently, what you think sucks. Uh, keep mm. it keep it respectful, but we'll take any kind of criticism because that's how you learn.
2: Constructive criticism, please.
0: That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining me. And as always, Jenny gets the last word. And this week it is...
3: Booyah!